This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tina Balanta, as she brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 26, verses 1 to 6. Genesis 26, verses 1 to 6 and verse 12. We're going to be looking at compensation in times of famine. How many of us agree that there's something like a famine in our land? <laughs> compensation in times of famine. Hallelujah. A severe famine now struck the land. Genesis 26, I'm reading from verse 1, the end, New Living Translation. A severe famine now struck the land as had happened before in Abraham's time. So Isaac moved to Gerah, where Abimelech, king of the Philistines, lived. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt, but do as I tell you. It's always important to listen to the voice of the Lord. Because God knows where the, the green pastures are. He knows where the abundance is. Do not go down to Egypt, but do as I tell you. Live here as a foreigner in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. I hereby confirm that I will give all these lands to you and your descendants, just as I solemnly promised Abraham your father. I will cause your descendants to become as numerous as the stars in the sky, of the sky. And I will give them all these lands. And through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. I will do this because Abraham listened to me and obeyed all my requirements, commands, decrees, and instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gerah. Verse 12. When Isaac planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted, for the Lord blessed him. He became a very rich man, and his wealth continued to grow. He acquired so many flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle and servants, that the Philistines became jealous of him. May that be your testimony in the name of Jesus the reading of the Lord is blessed this morning in Jesus' name. One thing you see from Genesis 26, verses 1 to 12, is that the blessings of the Lord will always defy the laws of nature. The blessings of the Lord, they will always defy the law of nature. What do, what do I mean by that? Isaac sowed in the land of famine, in the times of famine. When there is famine, there is no rain. The ground is dry. You are not meant to get anything. In fact, most people during times of famine, the little water they get, they keep it for themselves. They keep it to drink. They keep it to make sure they have enough to take care of their families, to do the minor washings, to feed their livestock, to feed the crops. I mean, the, the small birds and everything, the chickens and everything around the house, they do that. So nobody is thinking of farming during a farming um, season. Nobody's thinking of planting crops. Nobody's going around thinking of doing anything. But in the midst of that, Isaac went ahead and planted. Isaac went ahead and decided to plant as, because God had asked him to stay there. 
And you realize that at the end of the day, the Bible says he reaped a hundred times more than he had planted. Hallelujah. So as you reap in times of famine, God will always blow his winds of mercy, his winds of compensation upon you and cause there to be a harvest bigger than your expectations. That's what happened to Isaac. Because he obeyed God, he stayed where God asked him to stay. He stayed where God asked him to stay. And the blessings of God defied the laws of nature. The blessings of God upon your life will defy the laws of nature in this season in the name of Jesus. Isaac was not lazy. Because he could easily have said, this is a time of famine. I'm not going to plant. I'm not going to do anything. He was not lazy. He went ahead and he planted. He went ahead and he sowed. I had the story of a man. I don't know if it's a true story, but let me, you know, he was believing God. How, you know how we always make our confessions. The Lord supplies my needs according to his riches in glory. I am not, I do not lack. I'm blessed beyond the curse. He was making his confessions like that. And he needed, he was a farmer. He needed food. He needed crops. He needed things to grow. And he needed money from his produce to pay certain bills. But because he was making his confessions, he waited until just about harvest time. What was he confessing? He was confessing Amos 9.13. You know where it says, as you are planting in the King James, as you are planting, you'll find that what you have sown is coming up um, upon you. Message translation says, it won't be long now. God's blessings will come on you, one thing fast on the heels of another. He, that was his confession. So just about the time that people were to start harvesting, that was when he started planting. Because he said to himself, I have been confessing the word of God, and the word of God works. So since I have been confessing the word of God, if I plant now, by next month, I'll be able to harvest with every other person. I won't stress myself. I won't work. I'll, I'll harvest with every other person, and I'll have more than enough, and I'll, I'm cool. I'm, I'm good. How many of you know that it doesn't work like that? How many of us agree that it does not work like that? Hallelujah. With our confessions, there has to be work. There has to be hard work. With our confessions, we have to be seen to be doing something. Because the Bible says, it is the doer of the word of God that is blessed. It is the doer of the word that is blessed. Which means that if you have a business, if you have a table in front of your house, you must be seen to come out of, that, of your room every day and sit in front of your table and bring out the things and put on your table and sell. If you don't bring anything, nobody is going to come at your door and knock and say, Mama, Mama Jemis, we are looking for rice to buy. Especially if your neighbor has the same rice to sell. Ah, Mama James is not around. Maybe she's tired. Let me go to Mama Sarah. Mama Sarah, how much is a mudu of rice? Hallelujah. So we have to be seen to be active. We have to be seen to be hardworking. And as we do what we need to do and make our confessions, the word of God that we speak over our lives will definitely come to pass in the name of Jesus. God expects us to be hardworking. That's what happened with Isaac. Isaac sowed in the land of famine. Isaac sowed in a season where things were hard. He sowed when things were difficult and the Lord caused there to be a multiplication. There will be a multiplication upon the works of your hands in the name of Jesus. There will be a multiplication. There will be an increase. 
Bible says Isaac became a very rich man and his wealth continued to grow. Your wealth will, build, will beat your imagination in this season in the name of Jesus. In Christ Jesus, all the laws have been fulfilled, thus leading us to be recipients of the compensation that belongs to us. In Christ Jesus, all the laws have been fulfilled, thus leading us to be recipients of the compensation that belongs to us. There are times when people say, I've heard actually people say, eh, we're talking of compensation a lot, but I have not gone through anything to receive the compensation we are talking about. How am I sure that God will compensate me in this season? How am I sure? Because sometimes you look at the life of Joseph who said to me, I didn't suffer like Joseph suffered. You look at Mordecai and his people, you look at Esther, you say, I didn't go through all the things they went through. So what have I gone through that qualifies me to enjoy compensation? Even if we have not gone through anything, Jesus went through everything for you. Jesus went through everything that you might enjoy the compensation that belongs to you. But one thing I'd like to say is this. The fact that the enemy already stole your birthright. He stole the blessings that belongs to you. He stole the health, the healing, the provision, the abundance, everything that belongs to you. The enemy stole all of that from you at the beginning. You deserve compensation on what he stole from you. That's the thing. You deserve compensation on what he stole from you. So the fact that you are seated here this morning, the enemy deserves to pay you back because you ought to be higher than this in life. That's the truth about it. So even if you feel like you did not go through anything to deserve this, Jesus paid, the enemy stole, and everything that he needs to restore, he will restore to you sevenfold and more in this season in the name of Jesus. Verse 5 of Genesis 26 says, I will make your seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, verse 4, and will give unto your seed all these countries, and in your seed will all the nations of the earth be blessed, because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So because of Abraham, Isaac was blessed. God did for Isaac everything he did. God made sure he ripped a hundredfold in the times of famine, in the season, season of famine, because of Abraham. In the case of you and I, because of Jesus Christ, you qualify for compensation in this season. Because of Jesus Christ, you qualify. That's why in Galatians 3.13, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it's written, cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree. Why? That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles by faith. What are the, um, the blessings of Abraham? All the good things that God gave Abraham. Everything. Every single thing you can imagine. Because we are in Christ, they belong to you and much more than that. And you will enjoy them in this season in the name of Jesus so in Christ Jesus, everything that belongs to you, everything has been fulfilled. The law has been fulfilled. Second Corinthians 1.20 says, For in him, all of God's promises have been fulfilled with a resounding yes. I'm using the New Living Translation. For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen, which means yes. It accents to God for his glory. 
So all of God's promises are yes and amen. They are yes and amen. So everything that God declares, decides belongs to you. They are yes and amen, which means that you don't have to beg God for anything. He has already ticked them. He has already said they belong to you. He has already approved for you to enjoy everything that belongs to you. So no matter what season you find yourself, just like Isaac found himself in the season of famine, no matter what season you find yourself as an individual, the blessings of God have been ticked over your life. And it means that all those things that you desire, all those things you're looking for, they will locate your address and they will find their way to your homes in the name of Jesus. They will locate you in this season. That's the thing. They will locate you in this season. Because all of God's promises in Christ Jesus, they are yes and amen. They are yes and amen. The fact that you are part of that family, automatically you enjoy the things. It's just like the child of uh, the first child in any, in any country, in any nation. Where there's a first family, there's a president. The children in that house... They are not the ones sitting as the president of the nation, but they enjoy the things that the president of the nation enjoys. They are not the president. They might be five years old, they might be 10, they might be 50, whatever their age is. The fact that their father is seated on the throne in that nation entitles them to enjoy everything that belongs to their father in that land. So whereas the average person will be looking for pocket money of 5,000 to go to school, in fact, a million because of their father, a million for a monthly pocket money might be too small for some of them. The earth is the Lord's. The king of kings is your father. He's seated on his throne in heaven, far above everything, far above all principalities and powers. He is your father today, and the earth belongs to him. The silver, the gold, everything, the cattle, they all belong to him, which means you will not lack in this season. Because the God we serve is a faithful father. And he's not going to shut his eyes where his children are concerned and say, I don't care. God is not like that. If we being natural know how to give good things to our children, how much more? How much more? How much more will your heavenly father know you have needs and make provision for those needs where you are concerned in the name of Jesus? So whatever your needs are in this season, whatever things you're trusting God for, yes, it won't belong. Now God's decree, things are going to happen fast on top of the heels of another. One thing fast you will not be able to keep up. And as those things locate your homes, you'll start to shout and tell people, see what the Lord has done for me. You'll start to shout and tell people, see the goodness of the Lord in my life. And as you do that, you will become a testimony even to other people in the name of Jesus. You have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You have been blessed with all spiritual blessings you will not lack the blessings you desire in this season in the name of Jesus. A sensitivity to the leading of God is important in this season. A sensitivity to the leading of God is important in this season. How many people want to japa if they have the opportunity? <laughs> you know, a lot of people, I mean, as the opportunity comes, Abi, I mean... A lot of people just, once the opportunity comes, they look for their passports. They look for everything they need to do, and they disappear. 
There is nothing wrong with it. But you know one thing. The blessings of God locate you where God wants you to be. The blessings of God upon your life, they locate you where God wants you to be, where God says you should be. That was why God told Isaac, stay in this land. There was famine. Is it that God didn't know there was famine in that land? There was famine. God knew there was famine. But God told Isaac, stay there. I'm going to bless you there. Egypt was doing very well. Egypt had abundance. This was even before the times of Joseph. Egypt was doing very well. And he was ready to go to Egypt. But God said, don't go there. This is the land where I will bless you. Which means, brothers and sisters, that if God says he's going to bless you in this land, in this time and in this season, you can become a millionaire in this season. That's the thing about it. Because God does not follow the laws of nature. A word from him in the right season and things will turn around where you're concerned. A word from God. Because God told Isaac, don't leave this place. Don't go to where you want to go to. Stay where I'm asking you to stay. You'll find that verses 1 and 2. Stay where I'm asking you to stay. And verse 12, Isaac sowed. How come Isaac was blessed? The owners of the land, verse 12 and 13, the owners of the land were not blessed like him. But Isaac was blessed beyond his expectation. He was blessed beyond their own expectation. Why? Because the wind of the Lord blew upon his seeds. The winds of the Lord, they blew upon his seeds so much so that his crop grew even without the water it was required to have. Increase will locate you in this season. Your harvest will grow beyond your expectation. In the name of Jesus. God's leadings might not always be easy, but they will always lead to compensation. They might not be easy to follow, but they will lead to compensation. Because when you look at Isaac in the land of famine, you have to go and be looking for water. You have to manage the water you find. It was definitely not easy, but somehow, somehow, because he was in the middle of God's plan, God was there for him. God's face will continually shine upon you. God's face will surround you with his favor, and his hands will walk on your behalf in the name of Jesus. We heard about the hand of the Lord in the first service. The hand of the Lord will always open doors for you, will always cause your harvest to come at the right season. And even in this season of difficulty, the hand of the Lord will cause you to not lack in any way in the name of Jesus. That's the thing. God will lead you to where doors will open for you. He will lead you to where doors will open. So when we stay where God is asking us to, let's always know that God will compensate us in that land. The blessings will come beyond our expectations. Isaac sowed a hundredfold that same year. You'll, sow a, you'll reap a hundredfold in this same year in the name of Jesus. Isaac sowed, he reaped. You have sown. This is your season of compensation. You'll reap in expectation. You'll reap beyond your expectations in the name of Jesus. The west wind of mercy and compensation, they located Isaac's farm. 
that same west wind will locate your own seed sown, even in this season, and bring compensation your way in the name of Jesus. That west wind will locate you. It will locate you. God knows where the harvest is. God exceeds our expectations when compensation comes. In verse 12, the Bible says that Isaac planted his crops that year. God, because God blew upon him. And one thing about God is he makes sure that your profiting appears to all men. When God blesses you, your profiting appears. Everybody sees that there's something unique. Something is happening over your life. Something is changing. People see that. Everybody sees it. Why does God do that? God does it because he wants you to be an example to people. That there is a faithful God who cares about his people. God will show up greatly in your behalf this year in the name of Jesus. God blesses you to give people a hope and an expectation. Because when people see you blessed, when people see you doing well, when people see you increasing and you tell them that it's God that did it, it encourages them, it helps them to know that, yes, the fact that God did it for this person, my own time is coming. God remembers me. He has remembered this person. In fact, he has remembered my neighbor. My turn, will be next. That's why God does it for his children. So don't hide your blessings. Don't hide your blessings. Don't be afraid that somebody will steal it from you. When God has blessed you, the enemy cannot do anything about it. You will enjoy the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in the name of Jesus. God is willing to bless all. God is willing to bless all his children. Joseph received compensation. Let's open our Bibles to 2 Kings 7. Joseph received compensation for everything he has been through. He had been through. You will receive compensation. Because God is not a partial God. He remembers all his people. 2 Kings chapter 7. Verse 1 and then we go to verse Three to eight. There was famine in Samaria. In chapter six, the end of chapter six, we find um, the king was walking around, and some women complained to the king and said, "Oh, king, come and see what's happening. Things have gotten so bad in this country that um, <clears throat> my friend and I decided that we'll, we'll eat our children." So we killed my own child, we ate my own child. The next day, it was time for us to eat our own, and she said, it's a lie, we are not doing it. King, <laughs> you don't blame her now. You don't blame her. And the woman said, oh, king, come and judge. What, what, what do you do? And the king now said, he turned the blame onto uh, the man of God. The last verse. He turned the blame onto the man of God and said, ah, what has happened? There's a prophet in this land. What's going on? Verse 1 of chapter 7, Elisha said, hear ye the word of the Lord. When God says something, that word will always come to pass. When God gives a word, a definite word from the Lord, that word will always come to pass. So when God gives a word over your life, no matter how long it takes, keep that word down. Keep looking at that word on a daily basis. Keep speaking that word over your life. As you do that, it will become reality. And everything God has declared over your life, you'll see before your eyes in the name of Jesus. 
Elisha said, Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow, about this time, shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel, in the gate of Samaria. Verse 3. And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate, and they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. If we sit here outside the city gate, we will die also. Now therefore, come, let us fall into the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. If they kill us, we shall but die. They were thinking. You know, a lot of times when we want to hear God, we want to hear a big megaphone, as if there's a big megaphone in the sky and God is shouting our name and saying, Does hear the Lord, the green pastures is in Kawo there. I'm not toxic, I'm the green pastures, I'm just using <laughs> You know, but we're expecting to hear God speak with a big megaphone. But you know, the lepers, it was God that led them. But they did not hear anything. They just had, between themselves, they discussed. And they said, look, there's things that are bad in this land. If we sit down outside, outside the city gates, there's no food, we'll die. If we go into the city... There is no food. We are going to die. So what's the option? Let's go to the enemy's camp. Let's go to the enemy's camp. They were talking amongst themselves, but God was dropping a seed into their heart, and they were following the seed that God dropped. When you go to the enemy's camp, you'll get back all that he has stolen, and you'll enjoy it in the name of Jesus. They went to the enemy's camp, and they took back everything the enemy stole from them. Because they heard the voice of God. It's very important. They heard the voice. They went. And they rose up in the twilight, verse 5, to go unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites, the kings of the Egyptians, to come upon us. Therefore they rose and fled in the twilight. They left their tents, their horses, their asses, even the camp as it was, and they fled for their, their lives. Your enemies will run and leave what they have stolen from you behind in the name of Jesus. The wealth of the Gentiles is laid up for the children of God. In this season, you'll enjoy wealth that you did not work for in the name of Jesus. Because God will cause there to be a transference of wealth into your accounts. God will cause that to happen. The lepers were just discussing. They didn't know it was an idea from God. They didn't know it was a God idea. And as they went where they thought their lives might be in danger, they realized that God had prepared the way for them. God had gone ahead of them. God had opened the path. In fact, they had made their enemies to flee and they left everything behind. And if you read very well, they went looking for food. What did they get? They got food. They got silver. They got gold. They got clothing. They got horses. Everything. So much so that they said, look, we are being greedy. Let's go back and tell the king that there's food available. <laughs> Let's go back and tell the king that there's food. Let's go back and tell the king that there's more than enough. Let's go back and tell the king that the famine is over. The season has changed. 
Things have turned around. It's time to rejoice. It's time to dance because God has done great things in our midst. That's what they did. And they went and they told the king and everybody came rejoicing. And you remember, we didn't read um, verse 2, but you remember that when the prophet gave his word, there was a man, the king's PA, who said, how can that happen? It will not happen in this land. With all that we are going through, you think that overnight things will change like that. What was the word the prophet gave him? He said, you will see, you will hear, but you will not enjoy. You will see, you will hear, you will not enjoy. May we be all on the right path when it comes to enjoying the blessings of God in the name of Jesus. The man, unfortunately for him, because he had doubted the words of God, he had doubted God Almighty. When you doubt God, you're saying, God, you're a liar. Because he said, God, you're a liar, he made sure, God made sure that he did not enjoy what he was meant to have enjoyed. You will enjoy what God has prepared for you. You will enjoy what God has packaged for you. They will locate your homes and your addresses in this season in the name of Jesus. There is nothing God says belongs to you that will not show up. They will not show up. And God's decree over this land was an overnight thing. The prophet made a declaration. That night, the lepers went out. By the following morning, that word was fulfilled 100% plus. The words of God over your life will be fulfilled 100% plus in the name of Jesus. When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, they were like them that dreamed. That was, that kind of, that was the kind of testimony they got. That was the kind of blessing they got. That was the kind of blessing. Let's go back to verse 8 just to see exactly what the, um, the lepers got. And when these lepers came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into, into one tent. And they did eat and drink, carried then silver and gold and raiment. They went and hid it. <laughs> they came again, entered into another tent, carried, went and hid it. They went from one place to another because they were looking for. God will bring the things your way. He'll bring the harvest your way. He'll bring the compensation your way. And you'll enjoy them without having to stress for them in this season in the name of Jesus. You've sown, you have sown, you have done all you need to do. And having done all, the Bible says you stand. And as you are standing in this season of compensation, you will enjoy everything that is yours in the name of Jesus. Psalm 126.1 was where I said, when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, just write that down. We were like them that dreamed. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. Over this nation, over this land, that will be our testimony in the name of Jesus. The Lord will turn the captivity of this nation in the name of Jesus. Your dreams will turn to joyous reality in the name of Jesus. Verse 1. The winds of the Spirit, they blow on godly declarations to make them take on flesh. The winds of the Spirit blow on godly declarations to make them take on flesh. A lot of times you are waiting for a prophet to make a declaration. We are waiting for the man of God to make a declaration. You are the prophet of your life. You are the prophet of your destiny. And as we learn to prophesy God's word over our lives, the wind of the spirit will blow on those words and they will cause them to become reality. They will cause them to become flesh. 
So it's very important we find what we want and we say. Because the prophet said, hear ye the word of the Lord, thus saith the Lord. Tomorrow about this time, this and this will happen. Food will become very cheap that even you that hoarded, you will lose. You know that's what happens. Because when food becomes very cheap in the market, you that bought for 5,000 naira, everybody is now selling at 1,000. Are you going to keep your own at 5,000? <laughs> You'll be forced to bring it down. God did that because the winds of the spirit blew on those declarations. Job twenty two twenty eight. Job twenty two twenty eight. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon your ways. When men are cast down, then they shall say there is a lifting up. There will be a lifting up in this season in the name of Jesus. There will be a lifting over your life and over the works of your hands in this season in the name of Jesus. A word from God will change your future. When the winds of the Spirit blow on the words of God, blow on the declarations of God that you are making during your prayer time, during your quiet time, as you make your declarations on a daily basis, the winds of the Spirit blow on those declarations and it makes them come to pass. It makes them come to pass. And like I said earlier, God is not partial. God doesn't say, I'm favoring this person, I'm compensating this person, but this other person, he has not been too good. Because of Jesus Christ, we all qualify. Because of Jesus, every single one of us seated here qualifies. So every compensation that has your name written on it, they will locate your addresses in the name of Jesus. Finally, we need to see with the eyes of faith what we are expecting from God. See with your eyes of faith what you are expecting in this season. What are you expecting? What you see with your eyes of faith is what you get. There's so much going on in the media. There's so much you're, we are hearing left, right, and center. If we allow that to stay before our eyes, that is what we'll receive. But if we allow the words of God, if we allow the prophetic declaration, if we allow the, the, the words that say this is our season of compensation, <clears throat> if we allow the words that say this is our season of enlargement to stay before our very eyes, that is what you will find in your homes. That's what you will find in your businesses. Because that is what you keep before your eyes. In Genesis chapter 30 verses 32 to the end, we see the story of Jacob. We see the story of Jacob. He ran to his uncle's place. He ran for safety. And while he was there, he got married to number two and number one in that order. He got married. While he was there, he was working for his father-in-law. And his father-in-law, instead of paying him his normal wages, took his wages down like this. So much so that he got to a point where Jacob said, okay, it's enough. Let's go back. Let's go back to my father's country. Let's go back to where we are coming from. And that's what he had planned. But when Laban, Laban, Laban heard of it, Laban said, okay, okay, let's reach an agreement. God has blessed me because of you. I can't let you go like that. May you be a source of blessing to your employers and family members in Jesus' name. God blessed them because of him. Just like God blessed Potiphar because of Joseph. 
Everywhere Joseph went, blessings followed him. Blessings surrounded him. And it was not the blessing, the type that stayed with him alone, but it was the type that touched everyone around him. May that be the story of your life in the name of Jesus. That everywhere you go, people are blessed because you're there. People are blessed because you're there. So that was this, um, Joseph, um, Jacob's story. And Jacob was now like, okay, if that's the case, let's reach an agreement. I need my wages. And for my wages, the easiest thing we can think of is cattle. We will look for cattle that are spotted and speckled. The other ones go away with them. I don't need them. These are the ones that... Uh, Genesis 30, let's read from verses... Mm, 32. I have 31 here, but let's read from verse 32. I will pass through all thy flock today, removing from thence all the speckled and spotted cattle and all the brown cattle among the sheep and the spotted and speckled among the goats and of such shall be my hire. Do you, you get it? He said, those that are speckled and spotted among the cattle, among the sheep, among the goats, those are my hire. So shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come when it shall come for my hire before thy face, everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and brown among the sheep, that shall be counted, sto that shall be counted stolen from me. And Laban said, okay, fine. Behold, I would it might be according to your word. And he removed that day the goats that were ring-streaked and spotted and all the she-goats. In fact, when I saw that she-goats, I said, ah, when you carry she-goats, how do you expect them to mate? Laban was still being Laban. Because if he took away all the she-goats, how are they expected to produce? So he took all the she-goats that were speckled and spotted and everyone that had some white in it and all the brown among the sheep and gave them unto the hand of his sons. And he set three days' journey between himself and Jacob. And Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flock. Now look at what Jacob did. I'm talking about keeping before your eyes what you're trusting God for. We need to be looking at something. We need to be seeing something before our eyes. We need to be saying something to ourselves on a daily basis. If sheep, cattle, animals can follow these principles, you as a child of God will follow these principles and it becomes better in your life in the name of Jesus. Jacob took him rods of green poplar and of the hazel and chestnut tree and piled white streaks in them. He peeled, he peeled white streaks in them and made the white appear which was in the rods. And he set the rods which he had peeled before the flocks in the gutter, in the watering trough, when the flocks came to drink, that they should conceive when they came to drink. And the flocks conceived before the rods, and they brought forth cattle, ring-straked, speckled, and spotted. And he did that for the cattle, the sheep, the goats, the lamb. That was, he just made sure he put what he wanted in front of their eyes. So as they were drinking water, as they were feeding, because that is what they were seeing, that is what they were producing. The word of God before your eyes. 
the plan that God has placed in your heart and in your mind as a dream, as a desire, as you keep it before your eyes on a daily basis, they will become reality before your very eyes. And people around you will start to wonder, how did you do it? And you'll be able to say, all I did was I put the word of God before my eyes. And that word came to pass. The words of God before your eyes will become reality in the name of Jesus. Which means if you are trusting God for a promotion, and you find the scriptures that talk about promotion, and you start to see yourself promoted, you see yourself driving your own car, you see yourself in your own house, you see yourself with a change of wardrobe, you see yourself having your children in the best schools, you keep those things before your eyes on a daily basis with the word of God as a backing up. Those things will become reality where you are concerned in the name of Jesus. That's the thing about the word of God. We have to see what we want from God. We have to see what God has declared. And what you see, once what we are seeing is what God has written about you, there is nothing that will stop it from coming to pass. There is nothing. There is nothing. You remember Yongicho was the one that said many, many years ago when he was still um, alive, when he, he, he started his church newly, he said he saw himself pregnant with a bicycle. The first time he mentioned it in his church, people were laughing. The women were laughing. They said, Pastor, men don't get pregnant. He stood and he said, I am pregnant. The women said, Pastor, women don't get, men don't get pregnant. He repeated it, I am pregnant. Uh, Pastor, this one, what's going on? He now said, I am pregnant with a bicycle. In those days, that was where he was starting from. Whatever your level, wherever you are starting from, as you learn to see what you are trusting God for, you will give birth to it in the name of Jesus. You will give birth to it. He saw himself pregnant with a bicycle. He carried that pregnancy for months until one day a bicycle arrived in his house. Your house will be full of the blessings of God that you have carried in your stomach for years in the name of Jesus. Your homes will be full of those blessings. Keep them before your eyes. On a daily basis, a pregnant woman cannot forget she's pregnant. Even if the stomach is not showing. Even if she's trying to tell the husband and the husband is saying, I'm not seeing anything. She, she knows what she's, she's feeling. She knows what she has not seen. And she's able to say, oh God, you know see, but me, I know it in day. Which means if you are pregnant with a better job, you'll know it. If you are pregnant with a better job, you'll know that you're carrying a better job. And you'll be expecting every day. There are some things I expect that every day when I hear my phone ring or when I hear somebody saying, well, mom, you want to talk to me, I'm expecting to hear that it is the answer to what I'm trusting God for. You know that kind of pregnancy? As you stay in that place, those pregnancies will become real and you'll give birth to the promises, the blessings you have been trusting God for in the name of Jesus. Whatever you are carrying, whatever you are pregnant with, in this season of compensation, you will enjoy them in the name of Jesus. Whether it is a bicycle you are trusting God for, or you are trusting God for a car, whether it is a better job, or capital for business, whatever it is, in this season, they will locate you, and you will give birth to them complete, nothing missing, nothing broken in the name of Jesus. The blessings of God over your lives, they are certain. They are settled. There's nothing the enemy can do 
As you see yourself blessed, the blessings will locate you. As you see yourself healed, the healing you need will locate you. As you see yourself prosperous, increase will locate your houses in the name of Jesus. And you'll find that everything that God has declared concerning you, he will bring to pass in your lives in the name of Jesus. Let's rise to our feet this morning. The promises of God, they are yes and amen. They are yes and amen. There is a God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. That's what compensation is about. Exceedingly abundantly. While you are thinking of one mudu, God is thinking of a bag. While you are thinking of a, a bag, God is thinking of ten bags. See what God sees. See what God has blessed you with. And as you start to see what your father is seeing, your homes will not even be able to contain the blessings that will locate you in this season in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your promises. We thank you for your word. We thank you because you are a God who changes seasons at the right time. Thank you for this season. Thank you because it's a season of compensation over this house. And I declare that as our people go out into this week, as our people go out into the next month, they will enjoy the compensation beyond their expectations in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, because you will do exceedingly abundantly above all they can expect or think. And you will cause laughter to fill their mouths in the name of Jesus. They'll wake out, Father, they'll wake up from their dreams and realize that their dreams was true life in the name of Jesus. Thank you for turning things around, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m. and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.